Hello, happy people. Welcome to the Profitable Happiness Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pillay with the Profitable Happiness Podcast. And it is my pleasure today to introduce to you one of my new best friends, Reggie Waterman. Now, first of all, Reggie, I know you're in Canada and we're going to talk about that, but I'm sorry. I'm going to embarrass you. And I'm going to tell you that when I first saw you, you were in a beach somewhere with this video camera. And I don't even know if you were wearing anything under that, but you were preaching. You were telling some truth, some power, some wisdom. I said, how old is this young man? I need to learn from this guy. And, and I just, I kind of, I connected with you. You've been teaching me things. I'm so happy and lucky to have met you. You are just a ball of wisdom. So having said that, Reggie, tell us where you are in Canada and how you're doing today. Well, first of all, Dr. Pele, thank you for having me on your show. This is awesome. And I love everything about you. Your smile, your energy, your background. Look at the background. <laughs> Amazing. But uh, in ter- I, so as you mentioned, so I'm in Canada, but Toronto, um, just outside of the city. And yeah, there, believe it or not, people, there's beaches in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, there are beaches out there, right? <laughs> yeah, there's beaches out there. It may not be South Beach, but there's some sand <laughs> and there's some water. So it's fine. You know, as I mentioned, you know, it's for me anyway, I don't know, maybe other people have different experiences, but when I, it's rare for me to be struck by someone's presence and the way they, they speak and the power and the wisdom behind it. And I really appreciate that, that that's how I first connected with you. But if you could take us to a place that describes the problem you solve in the world. And, and we'll get to things like what you do and all that, but let's just start from the top. So when, when people are listening to this, they'll kind of zone in on exactly what you do in the world. What problem does your business and your, do your practices solve? Yeah, this is a great question. And I've actually been reinventing myself. So my new and latest tagline, and I'm, you're probably the first person that's going to hear it on this podcast and your listeners, but, and I recently changed it on my LinkedIn profile. It's about creating wonderment. So I constantly keep you in wonder and I teach that to others, other individuals so that they could be unapologetic of who they are. So what do I mean by that in terms of keeping you in wonder? It's about having people be intrigued about what, in terms of how you show up in the world, like, Mm. You, Dr. Pele, you said you saw my video and you're like, okay, what's this, what's this guy all about, right? He's on this <laughs> beach. He's, he's, he's somewhat preaching. He's, he's just talking, just being himself. What is it about him? I'm curious. Creating that curiosity leads to questions, right? It's that intrigue. It's, the, it's that draw. It's about, okay, well, I need to find and discover more. So, and within us, we are just unique you know, Steve Harvey is, and I always say this, he said, you know, we all have our own unique fingerprint. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, we have unique gifts and talents. So when I say I want to help people be unapologetic of who they are, it means really and truly be your true self. Mm-hmm. Showcase and demonstrate your talents. Showcase and demonstrate your abilities um, to the world because it's easy to try to be other people Mm. right and we all a lot of us put on this fake persona but the notion is that everybody else is taken just be yourself right yeah and nobody nobody can be as good 
as you can be as at you being can be. yourself. So be the exactly. best yourself that you can be, right? You know, exactly. one of the things that you 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 also did that really closed the deal for me was I showed up on one of your videos and I saw that you were not even in the video. You had in the video another, I think it was a gentleman and then there was another one with a lady. You have this format where you feature other people telling their, mm. their um, defining moment stories. And I followed the links and I was like, wait a second, he's doing this all over the place. So you are truly about helping people be unapologetically who they are. Tell us a little bit about that series, the, the, um, the sort of be yourself or tell your story series that you've got going. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because I host a show called um, Discover Your Other Self on LinkedIn. And the way I format the show, it's about people showing up and talking about their challenges with life, right? And their struggles. And we all, you know, struggle in life. It's easy to talk about all the good things that are happening. If you think about Instagram, nobody talks about like their hardships. Everyone's having the best life. Yeah. What? We're not talking about Instagram. We're talking about LinkedIn. And with LinkedIn, I feel people draw, you know, draw inspiration by storytelling. Mm. right and the struggle and understanding the struggle but how to overcome it so where defining defining moments came from it was derived from that show and because i break out my shows into different seasons so for example we um finished off season three in april mm-hmm. and season four will start in september so i'm like okay well what can i do between april and september just to kind of keep the momentum going showcase the importance of storytelling well it's through defining moments Mm. and we all have a defining moment and whenever we share our stories it's going to help create impact we tend majority of us to you know shut the lid on our stories all the hardships that we've been on because you know you're opening up past wounds and it's like okay i just want to throw that away but when you unlock and you share that story and you don't hoard it, you are really impacting other people's lives because there's other people that have been in a similar situation as you and it resonates and it really strikes a chord where you're like, oh, wow, like I'm not alone and people are sharing it. I want to encourage other people to share their stories as well. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, <laughs> if there was some kind of a feedback system that would tell us, hey, you've just changed 500 lives today, maybe more of us would do it. But the truth is, as you say, We got to just come out. I like to say, free the story within you because that story has power. Um, Speaking about stories, what's your defining moment story? Yes. Um, 2019, I always say this to people, 2019 was my version of COVID-19. And I feel like 2019 prepared me for some of the different themes within, um, you know, during COVID-19, the pandemic. What I mean by that? It was the first time I was ever employed within my career. I was legit like thrown out of an entire like industry um, because I left one competitor, one, one company to go to the competition. They didn't like the way that I did it. And as a result, they went to the, com- you know, the, comp- the competing company that I was actually going to start the job at and they interfered with my employment. It's a long wow. story, but it really, and I'll take onus for, for my part in it too. I didn't do it in the best manner as well. So I got to take accountability for my stuff. Um, and I burnt a bridge as a result of that. I was unemployed for the first time. I'm a father of 
too. They don't live with me, but I have financial obligations, right? I got to pay child support. And to this day, they didn't even know that I was unemployed. I didn't want to tell them because I'm like, well, they don't need to get involved in adult stuff. They don't need to have that stress of, well, how's daddy going to live? What's he going to do for money? But during that period, and it was a period of six months where I was, I felt broken. Um, my confidence was low. My stress was high. My anxiety was high. It was not until that point where I actually discovered my other self, which was, again, inspiration for what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Pelle, what it did for me, those hardships, the darkness, it unlocked so many talents that I didn't know existed because I only, back in the day, only thought one way. I was narrow-minded. I was in the telco, telecom industry, and I thought that was the only industry for me. I was going to yeah. climb that corporate ladder within that, within that space. Yeah. There's nothing else outside of this. Yeah. And if I wasn't in that space, what am I doing? I'm losing. But coming out of it, I realized, man, there's so much in the world. There's so much opportunity if you create the right opportunity, but it all starts within your mind. Mm. Um, but that was my defining moment. It was being unemployed for the first time and recognizing that you have skills, abilities, and talents that you need to A, discover, and then share that with others. Mm. Mm. There's a saying, um, uh, a great leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and can show the way. You know, um, it's sometimes in those times of, of mud that we create the most beautiful flowers. <laughs> yes. So in, in that difficulty, I, I can see that y- your truth, you know, sort of blossomed. So let's kind of catch up to, to now, right? Um, you know, you, you have really, I like to say you have two, two different um, things that you do in the world. One is obviously you're a director of marketing. You are an expert at things like content marketing, um, um, and we'll talk about that. But you also have some, some things that you're doing for people just on the side that is just really powerful. Tell us about the solutions you bring to help people uh, in the world, as we've already described, the problems that you solve. Yes. So in terms of helping people, I have developed a program called Open Concept. And this is to actually help our future leaders of tomorrow, future wow. leaders being the students. Yeah. So I work with a handful of colleges and universities in Canada right now, but I'm looking to expand that globally. But the program consists of giving these students the tools that they need to succeed post-graduation. So pretty much telling students what's not in a textbook, mm. such as, you know, how to deal with a challenging boss, how to network effectively. They always tell us, okay, you you have to network. It's important to network. Okay, that's cool. But how do you do it? Right? Politics and the concept of just because we're in a digital age, how to leverage LinkedIn, right? To stand out. So that program resonates really well with not just the school, but the students love it because the delivery is totally different. Um, I'm, I don't show up like a regular professor. I show up as myself. I bring Ooh. my experiences, right? Yeah. I'm like, this is where I went wrong. And <laughs> here's to be, don't do what I did. Yeah. Um, but here's the formula, right? In terms of how you can be successful. Um, so there's that. I also host a series of live shows on LinkedIn. 
like I mentioned before, on Discover Your Other Self, I also have a monthly um, book club mm-hmm. that I facilitate. Um, I'm doing this acting slash modeling thing. I just started that not too long ago. Um, for a, a coworker of mine said, hey, you'd be good at this. And I'm like, really? Mm, I don't know if I want to do this. She's like, yeah, just do it. But I, I accepted the challenge. And what I like about it the most, Dr. Pele, is the fact that I get rejected a lot. Ooh, really? Like, why do I? But why do I? But it's like I've embraced it. It's like I know I'm building new muscle mm-hmm. while at the same time growing a thick skin. Yeah. Actually, to be, to be honest with you, when I saw you in that first video ever with you at the beach, it was cinematic. It was kind of like, like you're some famous actor or something. So it communicates whether you know it or not. I mean, what, whatever you're doing is, is communicating. That's it, right? But all, so all the stuff that I do for, like I do self-tapes, audition tapes for these roles, but it translates into what you just said. Yeah. The content that I deliver on LinkedIn through the videos, it's now everything that I put into practice is now coming into form. Yep. Yep. Right. So these things I'm, I'm taking elements of these pieces and I'm trying to help people by, you know, being a personal branding consultant as well. Mm-hmm. So doing a lot of these things on the side, so that again, helping people become unapologetically who they really are. Yeah. And, and, and tell us a little bit about your work as a content, um, sorry, a director of marketing. Um, you use content both outside work and in, in work. I mean, it's like, forget work-life balance. You just have a life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, this is probably the most happiest I've been um, throughout the course of my life at this this very moment because I'm, the nine to five is amazing. The stuff I'm doing on the side is just as amazing as well. But for the nine to five, it's about creating the content, as you mentioned, whether it be yeah. blogs, eBooks, white papers, um, podcasts like we're on right now. And mm-hmm. I manage a team of content managers, but I developed this philosophy um, for the team, which I, you know, we will always try to live by in terms of our core values, which is the three eyes. It's um, being intentional, insightful and impactful. Mm. That's what your content has to demonstrate. In order I gotta write to, that down. What did you say? Yeah. Intentional? Intentional. Insightful? Insightful. Impactful. Wow. Love that. You you blend and weave through those con- those three eyes into the content that you um, create. It's supposed to create a connection. Mm-hmm. Without those three eyes, you're not you're going to be somewhat disconnected. If you're just doing it for yourself, and you're just putting you know you're just dumping down content or sp- pushing out content that you just you think you love, you think it's amazing, but your audience doesn't really gravitate towards it, then it's yeah. not that good. Yeah, no, you know I have to say I, that that really connects with me because you know as a musician, um, I first. My, my first tendency when I started all this stuff on LinkedIn was just to put my songs that I've already written, you know, on LinkedIn, you know. And after a while, I realized, wait a second, what, what does this mean in the context of why people are on LinkedIn? Nothing. <laughs> right. So now I still use my music, but I actually write brand new songs for LinkedIn and for topics about LinkedIn. And it's that relevance thing that you're, you're talking about, I think, that's important. 
But I, I, I love that though. I think that's, that's awesome. I think you should continue to ride that wave. Why, why I say that is you're leveraging your passion, which is music. Mm-hmm. You're blending it with themes that would resonate with the audience on LinkedIn, but then you're also educating and, and providing informative content, right? Yeah. Yeah. I no, no. And, and that's now. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, okay, that's, that's actually good. now, but good. I'm talking about, you know, back in the day, it's like, just to, to be different, I put out a song I wrote about, let's give all gay. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not, that, you know, I hate to call anybody out, but sometimes I'll see people just dancing. Just dancing. You know, like, just dancing. That's it. It's like, there's no connection to anything that is going to give value from the content to, to the observers, except that you're, maybe you're happy. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> Well, the thing is, with you, you smile a lot, which is a good thing, right? <laughs> You're creating happiness through, through the smile, the, the energy exchange. I guess the person that's dancing, they're trying to do the same thing, too. They're to your trying point. to do the same thing. No, I hear you. It's just I, I really believe in that relevance thing. The, the impactful and the insightful of, of your three eyes. By the way, that's a great formula. Um, I think it's important that we seek to be impactful and seek to help people, not just to put content out into the world that doesn't do those three things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Reggie, I have to say, and, and, I, and I'll let you lead with how much of this you want to talk about, but another thing you've done in the world that I, I actually find really powerful is you're very much in touch with your spirit mm-hmm. and you've shared that. And, I, you know, I'll let you share as much as you want, but I have to tell you that I'm impressed by it. I, I've as I get older, I learn more and more that the greatest place to be is where you can see the world as, as a spirit, as opposed to seeing the world as just these material things. So tell us about your spiritual journey and, and what it means to you. Yes. So the foundation was formed through my mom. She's um, Catholic. And from the minute like we were just babies, my sister and I, because it's just two of us, she's just been preaching <laughs> preaching <laughs> the, the word preaching the bible and just making sure that you know we've established a relationship with god it's like every time we you know i go visit her it's only it's like reggie you must build a relationship with god you have to. <laughs> and she's so she's grenadian. Jamaican accent, man? <laughs> she's, 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 she's grenadian but <laughs> oh grenadian okay yeah she's grenadian but every time is you must build that relationship. <laughs> if you don't, you're not going to get what you need. <laughs> Dude, you've got to do a skit, right? <laughs> Reggie plus reggae Reggie. <laughs> reggae Reggie. <laughs> That's really good. Right? But um, just like you said about yourself, I didn't realize the um, significance about that relationship that she's always talked about until I got older in that connection and listening to like the whispers and listening to God speak to you and going to God and, you know, releasing, for for example, your anxiety or surrendering to whatever hardships you're going through, how important that is in order to create opportunities for yourself and others and servicing others. Like the um, stuff that I remember mom, when I went through that hardship back in 2019, she's just like, She'd send me a bunch of scriptures to read and it would always resonate with what I was going through and it would help me through those tough times. And I would always, you know, pray to God and help me get through this. 
And when you go through those struggles, and she'd always teach me, you're going through these struggles for a reason so that you can get closer to God. You could build that relationship with God. And that's the reason why. And it helped propel, propel me to what I'm doing now. I listened to like whispers that I would get and down, spiritual downloads from time to time. And the show that I'm producing, Discover Your Other Self, was a result of that. I remember wow. coming down the stairs one day after my morning routines, and I just hear this whisper, connect with the people. And I'm like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> um, and then I eventually just answered the call, and I figured it out. And lo and behold, I'm building this virtual community online. And I'm like, wow, it's, a, it's amazing. And then you're touching people. And I would say to, when, during my prayers, that God use me as your vehicle to deliver a message. Yeah. And you get the, the feedback from the DMs saying, Reggie, what you just, the content that you just put out there or your message that you put out there really touched my soul. And thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to say, <clears throat> I can see the link between your spiritual self and this concept of being unapologetic about that, too. Um, and so thank you for sharing that. You know, let's talk about LinkedIn for a minute, because I think that's the context that, that brought us together and the marketing on LinkedIn. You know, so many people, I think, haven't quite stepped out into their true selves, as you say, discover your, your other self. Um, so many people are not as, as willing as you are to get on a video camera and just, you know, speak truth. Um, you know, how, how, how would you help people become content marketers on LinkedIn as opposed to just putting up resumes and hoping someone is going <laughs> to, is going to want to work with them. How do you get people involved? How do you do it? Man, that's a, that's a really good question. Uh, how do I do it? I, it's, you know, it's funny. So during my workshops at, at the schools, what I tell them is that when it comes to creating content, a be yourself, right? B tell your story because your story is going to impact other people. But you have to overcome the fear, the fear of judgment, the fear of, well, what if, no, what if nobody's engaging with my content? So what? Yeah. If I look back at a post that I did like four years ago, I remember, because I put together a presentation based on like my journey on LinkedIn, there was zero likes on that one post. <laughs> right? So, but everybody starts from zero. Yeah. And what I tell people is, well, get, to get the ball rolling, engage with other people's posts, maybe like a post as a start. Second, comment on a post, right? Yeah. Create your own post. Yep. And I'll tell you straight up, no one's going to like it. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a but start. At least I'm, but at least I'm setting the expectation that, listen, people, not everyone's going to like it. And in reality, not everyone's going to like you, period, as a person. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right? But the, 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 the key thing that I tell them is just to get started, right? Post something. It could be a picture. Put a little story under it. And then work your way to video. Yeah. Video is obviously not for everybody. But, and it takes courage, right? Some people are just a lot, just camera shy. But once you start building that muscle and doing more repetitions, you'll build a bigger muscle and you'll make more impact. Yeah. No, awesome advice. Awesome advice. Especially the idea that, 
you know, content, you can scale it up, you know, start from, from somewhere that's a little bit more comfortable, but go with intention and share mm. content because <laughs> I think content is the new marketing. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, sure, you can still spend lots of money and advertise and you can do things like that. But if, if people see your ads, they're still going to come back to see who you really are by checking out your mm -hmm. profile and looking at some of your content. And if there's nothing there, <laughs> you might lose the benefit of the advertisement. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's what I love to promote too, because you even said something at the top of your question about, imagine there's two resumes, okay? Mm -hmm. There's Sarah's and then there's Billy's. I always like to give this example. Mm -hmm. They're going for the same job. On paper, they're pretty much the same, neck and neck. Yep. But what do recruiters do nowadays? They want to go back. They want to go on your LinkedIn and see what you're all about. What you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah just has an online resume, which matches the paper resume that she submitted. Yep. Billy, he's got a plethora of different pieces of content that he's, that he's put up, whether it be an article, whether it be five tips on, you know, whatever he's passionate about, like call it marketing, like how to create a marketing plan, mm -hmm. um, demonstrating thought leadership. As a recruiter, when you're evaluating now between Billy and Sarah, well, it seems as though Billy really enjoys and is very passionate about, and again, I'm using the example of marketing and maybe yeah. he's applying for a marketing job. So mm -hmm. to me, perception wise, he's more invested in this space versus Sarah. So I'm going to be more intrigued to really get to know Billy versus Sarah. Absolutely. That's what separates, separates you two. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about entrepreneurship. Even though, as I said, you're kind of both, you're an entrepreneur at work <laughs> and then you're an entrepreneur <laughs> outside of work. Um, you know, I have this concept called profitable happiness, which is the podcast we're on. And for me, that's probably the passion of my life is how can you take the thing that makes you happy? For me, it's, it's been music all my life. And how can you somehow bring that into the things that make you profitable? It's a struggle. So many people make a lot of money and are very successful, but they're unhappy. <laughs> um, so for me, when I discovered content marketing and I realized, wait a second, with content marketing, it's a safe space for me to do music. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm doing this. <laughs> so tell us your sort of discoveries um, about entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship and how you've brought your whole life together within content marketing and LinkedIn, if you wish. Yeah, sorry. You're probably hearing my dog in the background start crying because he's looking at like kids in, in the backyard. He's like a little kid himself. So he's like, I just want to get out there and play with them. But um, so, <laughs> but this, that's, that's a great question as well. Um, so being an entrepreneur, for me, it's about creating balance. I, I work for an amazing company called 360 Insights, and they've given me a lot of runway to create. Um, companies that I've been with in the past, they don't, you know, a lot of times you're kind of in this box, right? So your, creation, your ability to create is very limited. So I honor them for giving me that opportunity, and this is where I'm able to bring forth creative and innovative ideas that allows them to continue to evolve. I then spread that across the stuff that I'm doing on the side call it the side hustle, right? Or yeah. call it the entrepreneurship um, ventures. But those are fulfillment mechanisms as well. Mm -hmm. Because 
if I think about my nine to five, it's focused on one particular industry. Whereas the stuff that I'm doing to me, it's a more on a broader scale in terms of just people. And these people come from different walks of life. They live in different countries and I have the ability to now create greater impact globally. Right. Um, that leads to scale. So my happiness is derived from that because I love doing it. Like I love giving people the toolkit that they need in order to become themselves, be unapologetic about themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm also helping the future leaders of tomorrow. So I'm not only investing, I'm harvesting because there's a life cycle. And that life cycle means that they're not going to be students forever. They're going to go into the corporate world, but they're going to remember the experience that they shared or we shared. And I'm hoping that they could pay it forward to the next person. And that's what continues on, right? That cycle. Um, And I'm just hoping that's what translates into a legacy that I'm trying to establish. Wow. You know, I'm sitting here listening to words like legacy from a young man. I'm like, dude, you're, you're like years above yourself in wisdom. It's just amazing. Um, what, what are you most excited about right now that's happening that you're planning or that you're going to do? And, and how can people find you to be part of that and learn from you online? Well, I'm excited about a couple of things. There's, there's, there's one in, in particular that's like got me like going and it's to expand the um, university workshops globally. I'm in having conversations with a private university out in the Caribbean as well as Africa. So I'm, we're, we haven't, you know, we haven't executed the contract yet. They are interested. They are open. We have having multiple conversations, but there's still intrigue on their part. So I'm really excited to really seal the deal on that. Wow. And again, it's about creating global impact. It's not just about what's happening in my backyard, but I want to go beyond my backyard. Wow. Wow. So I'm clearly so impressed um, with with the the things that you've got set up. Um, more power to you. How can people find you online? What's the best method? Do you have um, just the LinkedIn handle or are there other places you'd like to, to, to share with us? Yeah. So thanks for asking. So LinkedIn, for sure. That's my go-to. Yep. Um, but if you must use Instagram, you can reach out to me. On <laughs> What's your handle on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> it's Reggie.Waterman. Reggie.Waterman. Okay. We'll have the LinkedIn and the Instagram um, in the show notes here. You know, Reggie, if you don't mind, I'm going to conclude with a different kind of thank you that, that, than I normally, I normally share with people. I'm going to conclude by saying, I believe if I had a time capsule, take me 10, 20 years into the future, I'm going to be looking at a future change maker in this world. And that's you. I just see power in you. I see the future. You know, look, be honest with you, you're not a basketball player or a hip hop musician. <laughs> you know, you, you know, none of those stereotypes. You're just, you're just someone who's adding value in this world. And I respect that so much. And I want you to continue doing that every single day because it's making a difference. I appreciate you for saying that, brother. Honestly, like it, may, it means a lot, man. It really does. And, you know, I'm really trying to create impact, but hearing those, re, you know, the, those messages that I just got from you, that's a download, right? So I thank you so much for saying that. All right. Well, thank you for being a part of the Profitable Happiness Podcast. We'll talk soon. My pleasure. Thank you.
<laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Profitable Happiness Podcast. For more episodes, visit drpalay.com. And remember, get happy first and success will follow.